anecdotes for success. Level up with truth, meaning, trade-offs, perspective. All right, we have Steve Smeal on. I, I, I know him as Coach Smeal through Twitter, but but uh, I, I guess that's not your real name. Steve's your real name, correct? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Let, let's just get started with uh, – Give us your background as far back as you want to go. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll explain later why I'm glad you're on the show, but you, you start us off and describe yourself and tell us a bit about yourself. Hey, no problem. Uh, thanks, Paul and Matt, for having me, number one. Uh, yeah. First, start off with uh, husband, father, uh, son, uh, child of God, those good things that uh, kind of drive me every day. I uh, currently live uh, in a small, well, smaller town area, suburb of Atlanta, about 30 miles south of Atlanta. Uh, where I uh, where I own a couple businesses and I happen to be a, a, a varsity assistant coach. Um, again, I am an entrepreneur um, during the day. Um, got out of corporate America about three, four years ago. Had a pretty good climb there and uh, just run my businesses day to day and, and uh, try to spend as much time with my family as possible on a daily basis. Uh, creating memories with them is, is extremely important to me. Um, Former Fortune 40 executive, um, again, owned several businesses, still own three. Um, but again, just enjoying life and trying to uh, get better every day. Got a, got a continuous uh, learning kind of bug to my heart. Um, I love coaches. I love families. Um, I'm committed to excellence. So it, it, it's a burning uh, question that I'm asked every day, which is, does this, you know, does this day excellence pretty much everything I do? So that's kind of how I live, uh, kind of how I live my life. Matt, I know your wheels are turning. You go. No, Steve, great to have you. I mean, we don't know each other, obviously. And and um, it's it, it, the first thing that caught my eye was, or my ear, I should say, was, was how you described yourself. You know, you started with husband, father, man of God, et cetera, et cetera, before you got into some of the things that, that, we often describe ourselves as entrepreneur, coach, teacher, whatever our profession is. And I can already tell that says a lot about your value system um, would be would be my my hypothesis on this. And, you know, before you got got into anything else. So I, that's great because I, I, I tend to lead that way myself. Um, and and so it, it caught my ear, like I said. So uh, I know what's important to you, which is which is which is awesome. Um, you mentioned the, the the business background. And that what what do you what do you do? We talk so, a lot uh, about yeah. business here, Steve. So I'm I'm curious. Yeah. So I've got. Uh, I'll give you the. I'll give you two or three businesses. The one we'll keep kind of private and quiet. Uh, I own an insurance agency. Um, I spend my time there as more of a coach, leader, mentor to my team. I obviously do all the rec rec recruiting, hiring, uh, training pieces of that. Um, I'm there in the morning every morning. Um, I take my son to school, drop him off. I go to my office. We have a team meeting. I deal with whatever they need me to help them with. I'm usually out of there by lunchtime. Um, come home, get my dogs outside, get myself a lunch, go for a walk, jump on, you know, Twitter, whatever else I got going on that day. Um, and then I work on one of my other businesses. And then shortly, not too long after that, I'm heading to the field to practice. So, um, you know, usually talk to the coach prior to going, but we'll do some practice planning and do some other things from there. So that's, that's kind of that. And obviously, you know, after practice, get home, eat dinner, do what else is going on in the day, what else I got to get done. And then, 
grab my little uh, my cheat sheet that tells me what I'm supposed to be doing every day and get up and do it again. You know, Steve, the thing that comes to mind is a lot of people hear that, I'm sure, and, and would say, man, that's like, that's perfect. That's a dream, right? Got my own businesses. I get to kind of deal with this this aspect of my life, this this the business aspect, my, my, my children, my dogs, you know, uh, a lot of freedom. I kind of do what I want. Um, do we lose them? Yeah. This, <laughs> this is par for the course for the whole day. <laughs> you're just having one of I'm telling you. You're just you just look at me and you're like <laughs> We're getting we were getting well and then the game was supposed to be five thirty. They changed it to six because it was just a JV game because varsity already played earlier in the year. So I'm like, that's why I thought nine would be such an like giving me plenty of time. Right, right. Surprise. I'm coming back. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back. It's probably it's probably my son kicking me off playing internet or something or on his video games or something, sucking all the internet in the house, right? Um, Matt, I can probably answer your question for or finish your question, which is, hey, that sounds like really good, but how did you get there, right? No, it was more no uh, that that that's it's a good one though. Yeah, no, that then that I get that, but my question was, was that intentional? And if so, yes. and if so. How long? Very. What did it? Because because I I'm, I'm I'm in a similar situation and it was in and, and it was very intentional and it took took some time and a lot of planning. But that's why I wanted to hear your story of it. Okay, very intentional. Um, Forty seven right now. Um, I Me spent <laughs> I spent a lot of time uh, working from six a.m. till ten p.m. So in the corporate world. Um, you don't, you're not as flexible when you come and go. So I would have to run my businesses in the evenings and the mornings at other times. Um, but I always owned a business pretty much my whole time with the corporate world. Um, then I got into, uh, when I, when I got my bigger promotion, I was, I was an insurance agent and went into the leadership side of things. When I got my bigger promotion, I was one of the younger people in the country with that title. Um, then we went through a, you know, a reorganization and, Basically, they cut us down to a third, and I was still elected and still got a territory, and they gave me a bad territory and let me turn it around, of course, because that was what I was known for. But as I started earning higher income, I started realizing, okay, I need to pretend I'm not. I'm going to set myself up here to exit in the near future. I don't know when the near is. Um, so I bought a couple of businesses. We did some stuff, and I was able to get to a point where I was starting to head that way. Um, we were just doing really, really well. They were trying to promote me again. They were trying to send me all over the world. And basically I said, um, no, I'm going to continue just to do my thing. Um, and then my sister passed away unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. Um, she was, she's four years older than me. She passed away in 2019. Within three months, I left corporate America and opened the doors to my office and it wasn't ready. It was, I had one employee just finished the remodel the day before. I didn't care because none of that mattered. It was all 100% family. Um, ever since that day, I've been doing it to get even further and further, um, I guess, closer to just spending time and moments with my family. Um, so I've done I've done as much of that as I can. Um, and I think Paul's aware. Um, a couple of weeks ago, unfortunately, I got, a, I got another one of those phone calls from my dad. My mom passed away unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so we, we just dealt with that again. And that's another reminder for me 
to just, you know, be patient to, um, you know, enjoy the little things that may drive us nuts. Maybe that long bus ride home after a JV game is not as bad. Um, when you get home to see the family and just the different things that would normally annoy us. So I'm working hard on that still, but, um, you know, I have a sophomore of a son and he's got a, he's leaning towards business. He's leaning towards some other things. So, um, I'm thinking, you know, now I'm really in the eyes of how is he growing up and how, you know, I'm with him. I only got a couple more years with him in the house. So I gotta, I gotta do my best to make sure that I truly impact him for, for the future. Steve, that's a, that's a, first of all, my condolences on, on, on your mother. I, 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 thank you. You know, I can understand that in, in some ways and, and your, your story is so sim. We have so many parallels that we don't have time to even get into it. I mean, we, we just could just go and go, I, it'll dominate the conversation, but you and I have so many parallels. It's, it's, it's eerie, honestly, but, um, you know, um, I just wanted to say that, and then uh, Paul, I wanted to give you an opportunity to say so. Oh, I, but I was going to say, Steve, you're talking about there's so much about pillar number four in our world, which is perspective. Pers every, you know, so much of what you said there, whether it's you know your your sister and, and your mother and your time with your son, and forget the corporate world. I'm doing my own thing. I don't care if I'm ready or not. This is about family. This is about experience. This is about memories. Perspective, pillar four in our world. So I just had to point it out. Yep. I want to shift gears to baseball a little bit. Um, Absolutely. I mean, based on everything you've introduced to us in the first couple minutes of this conversation, you coach baseball, but it's not just about baseball, is it? Nope. Not at all. Actually, I um, I got into it. I was asked to do it. I was I was coaching my son when he was when he was younger, of course, and just the normal teams there. But then I was asked uh, I was asked a question. Um, you know, hey, would you? Would you would you come help us start a program um, at a small Christian school? And I um, I did it. And we um, when we did it, uh, um, you know, we practiced with a with a former major league player that's um, now now passed away. But I remember him saying to me, um, "You're not going to win a game. There's zero chance you're going to win a game this year." You know, and we we would joke about it. He'd be doing his lessons, and I'd be trying to train the kids on the other side and get him going, but. Um, I've been told that I have a gift with that high school age group uh, from being able to communicate with them. Um, some of that, I think that really just comes from leadership. It really comes from trying to be the coach that I didn't have, um, trying to, um, I don't need to be their friend, but I need to be there for them. I need to care about them. Um, so that's, that's what we did. And when we, that was a good run. That was me running a program as a, as a head coach. Um, we want, you know, five regional titles, um, lost a state championship our second year, Went on to win the state championship, the third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, played in a couple national championships, won both of those. So um, put some kids in school. Um, you know, just really, really good stuff. Really good kids that um, that are still in my phone that are, you know, married and, um, you know, get, one getting ready to become a dentist, one getting I mean, just crazy stuff that you hear from the coaching as they get older. And it makes me feel really old thinking about, you know, coaching those guys. But, yeah, that's – it's – it's more of that leadership perspective that I would bring, that organizational piece to the sport that a lot of people don't have, um, that organization, that time management, all those facets that come out of leadership bleed over into my coaching style. Very direct, very, you know, very just to the point when we get into our stuff and very organized when we do it. 
That's what I love. And and you you, you teach your leadership and, and life lessons through a sport. And in the meantime, a sport where you're putting all that time in, and there's no guarantees you're ever going to win, is there? Never. But but that's the to me, that's the meaning and the fun behind it as well. I mean, not just helping uh, young men or young women or, or whatever age group you're coaching, but the fact that there's no guarantees in the process you're trying to preach. And that's what makes Absolutely. it fun. Absolutely. Hey, Steve, is, did, did you have a, ba- a background in baseball or, or uh, yeah. just a, just a passion for it? Just it. a passion for it. No, just a passion for it. I didn't play it at a higher level or anything. Um, you know, actually I, I chased the basketball down the road uh, in high school. And then in college I played lacrosse. Um, so for me, it's just, just being athletic and just trying to, to, to go, to go do it. You know, my, my baseball passion got rekindled when my son was coming up and, you know, it's just, um, I've studied it. I've done a lot of things with it and I've been fortunate to do it. One of our previous businesses was we did own a baseball facility, uh, where we had at one point up to 18 teams and 60 coaches at once, you know, handle all the scheduling uniforms, logistics of all that. My wife was our right-hand person in that, um, that business, and she did a great job at it for the time we were there. Um, we had maybe 150-some kids go on to college. So just really – I obviously learned a lot during that process too. Um, and then I was asked a couple, uh, last year – this is my second year as an assistant, um, at, you know, to coach uh, with my at the, at the school that my son attends. This is the first year that I'm coaching him. I was, on, I was varsity last year. Um, he was JV and he got called up at the end of the year, but he'll play with us this year. Um, pretty good part with us. So, but you, you couldn't tell. Um, I don't, if, if you showed up at the game, you wouldn't know he was mine unless you kind of saw our, saw us walk or saw his body style or mine. I, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I'm not real. Uh, I'm not real vocal in my role. I know my role. I can take over and lead if you want me to, but if, if you don't want me to, I know what my role is and I'm going to, I'm going to do the role that the coach asked me to do. And my job is to make the, make the, the head coach, you know, um, to tr- make his job easier any way I can and help the kids any way I can. It's another great leadership quality though. The fact that, you know, you don't have to be the head guy in front of the, the ship, right? You're, you're yeah. just, you know, your role and, and you'll step up and do whatever's asked. I'm, I'm sure you do more than what's asked, but Matt, Matt, Steve here. Oh, <laughs> we found the other one. My wife just brought it down and said, "Hey, I can hear you upstairs." <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that I didn't know funny. where it was. I knew that it connected up there. That's what happened. That that's funny. Yeah. Hey, so, hey, Matt, Steve, we... oh, go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say we found like what would happen if you and I merged. It would be Steve. In a lot, in a lot of ways, I think you're right. It's a good. That's a, that's funny. <laughs> this, you're this, right. This is great. Um, Go ahead, Steve. Where's the where's the passion for leadership come from? Is it did did you you know what I mean? Where, where's that coming from? Because it's clear in, in how you speak and what you what you, what you've told us so far that that that's uh, one of your you know it's part of you. Have you always been like that? Where's this come from? Uh, my son. So the story would be: I was a really really good salesperson when I originally started my agency back in the day. Um, so I was an agent originally for four years. My son was born two and a half, two and a half, two years into that agency. Um, I went home, sat there, um, and I realized, uh-oh, um, he has, you know, I got somebody else to take care of now, right? 
and I wrote on a piece of paper, I'll never forget, I put a big question mark top of the paper and it said, how can I work half the time um, that I currently work, make double the money so I can spend more time with my son? And the answer to that question became become a better leader or coach. So that was the day that I started studying and looking at everything from a leadership perspective and a different lens. Um, I intended to be an entrepreneur forever. Um, a couple years later or a year later, they came knocking and said, hey, we need you to come into a leadership role. You're very talented at coaching, training, and developing your own team and other teams and people, and you're speaking to other agents, you're doing all this stuff. Um, so I was I was brought, brought in to hire, recruit, train, and develop people, um, stand in front of them, speak and teach, and did well at that, and then went through several other promotions. So I've just studied the craft for quite a long time. Um, I don't know if you can see the library. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I got quite a few books and just, I read them, reread them, look at them. Um, pretty, pretty much an avid reader. So just studied it to the point where I got, you know, to where I got to where I felt like I, I needed some, uh, you know, additional help or other things. I've had good mentors in my life. I've had, you know, been on an executive leadership development committees. I've been in speaking committees. I just, just had really good, I was, I was involved in it when I got into the leadership within corporate America. Um, I don't want to say they fast tracked me, but I was I was given a lot of developmental opportunities. Or I guess I would I'm going to change that word. Given we're going to say I earned a lot of those, um, and then that just kept snowballing because as I got better and started thinking different, my results kept getting better and better and better and better. And then as I started, I start you know I just started doing more leadership related stuff. So whether it was speaking or recruiting or hiring or developing or you know, I'm pretty well versed um, in a lot of stuff, finances, tax. I mean, I just kind of well-rounded in that business aspect of things. So I was able to relate to people and connect with them fairly quickly, um, which gives me a little bit more influence on the leadership side also. It, Steve, I, I got to ask too, the question you wrote on the sheet of paper years ago when your son was, you know, was, was born, how do I half the time, twice the money, et cetera, was there... Is there another way to do that other than being an entrepreneur, in your opinion? Um, yeah. I mean, I think you can still do it. <sighs> Actually, you know what? That's a tough question. Um, I think you can. It's just going to be different. Like, so an example, if I was doing it as an employee, um, you're still going to have to do the role you have to do. Um, and then whether you advance or not. So, you know, I, when I climbed the corporate ladder, what I originally started at and what I ended at from a salary standpoint, a bonus and compensation standpoint, were, were a lot different. OK. Um, and then when I left corporate America to go back into being an entrepreneur, it was a lot different, too. It was a big time difference. What I what I was paid in there as I was paid in time versus money. And I'm paid in the ability to show up at my office when I want to. And I'm not I don't I don't ask anybody to do anything. Um, I look in the mirror and I say, did I get it done? And if I didn't get it done, I better get it done the next day because no one else is going to do it for me. So. It's just that that started the business or that portion of the business. So I, I hope I answered that for you, though. Yeah, no, I it, I was curious if you thought you thought there's a way to do it because I I really don't. I think that's one of the reasons it's so attractive entrepreneurship and so many people look at it from a standpoint of oh my God, it's going to dominate my life. Whereas I I look at it from a standpoint, oh my God, it's going to give you a freedom in your life that you mm -hmm. don't even know exists. Uh, yes. But it comes, it, it like you, and I won't get into it, but 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., seven days a week was my world for 
decades, you know, or in, yep. or thereabouts. So, so it, it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. But I, I don't want to dwell on me by any means. Uh, Paul, go ahead. Steve, what I love is you. You seem like a person that. All right, you said you, you you're an avid reader. You you like to learn. You reread books, but you seem like a man of action first, and and you trying to you'll figure it out later, but. You're not somebody that's just going to talk about doing something, talk about doing something. You seem like a man that you're going to do it and then figure out if it's worth doing or how to do it better over time, correct? Absolutely, yeah. We get in there, we learn it. Uh, whatever phase I'm in, in that in that point, I'll pull the resources I can to do it. But action is, you know, something we got to do every day. And you've probably seen some of my, my comments about stacking good days on top of good days. And, you know, you don't build anything by – you don't build anything by not starting. You got to get, you got to get moving. Um, you got to fail. You got to fail fast and you got to get up and you got to make your adjustments as quickly as you possibly can. Um, and then by failure, you're also going to find out what your commitment level is. You know, we got to find out, are we interested in getting this done or are we committed to getting this thing done? And if we're committed, then there's not a lot of things that are going to stop you from finding the answers and the solutions. So um, that's, that's, that leads into, you know, that probably leads into some of my leadership style itself that I that I that I kind of try to live by also. I love it. Uh, that that tweet I do every morning, stay consistent. Mm -hmm. I like how you I forget you add uh, Bill. I've been Bailey. changing it up. I, I've yeah. been changing it up a little bit on you. But yeah, it's uh, so it's build it, you know, build it, but not in a day or, um, you know, so it's it's built daily, you know, whatever it is. But you've got to keep building every day, but it doesn't get built in a day. So that's that's a concept. That's like a cult. That's a culture builder that I've right. always said is you're not going to build anything in a day, but you got to keep going every day with it. And, you know, just trying to stack that culture to it. I love it. It's gained a lot of steam and I like it. I, I throw that out there because it just holds me accountable every day. How can I not, how yeah. can I look at that at 7 a.m. and say, oh, I guess I'll just do nothing today, you know, and, yeah. and it and might be I, a t tiny win, right? Yeah. When I see yours and, you know, sometimes our scrolls don't always cross, you know right. what I mean, on Twitter. But um, when I see it, I've I've pretty much been commenting on it every time. So It'll I really enjoy it. Anyway, go ahead, Matt. That sorry, yeah, no, Matt's that, not an I, avid Twitter guy like me. I, you know, no, that's okay. No, I think it's a great transition to what when you, when you first got on, Steve. You, Paul was talking about your your Twitter, and, and we kind of touched on it a little bit. But fill me in. I don't like. What are you doing on there? Why is it valuable? Why is it valuable for for you? Why is it valuable for for anyone? So I um again kind of I'm getting poked by somebody saying hey man you should be doing a lot of different things that you're currently not doing because of where you've been whether it's consulting coaching talking to people writing a book doing a newsletter all that stuff and I said you know I that's not really what I want to do right now they said well how about this how about you just write every day for 30 days and see what happens well so on December 5th I started writing every day and I started sending tweets out every day and then it turned into three times a day. And then it turned into, Oh boy. Um, now I'm writing about leadership and now I'm writing about, you know, I'm, I'm reading a lot online and I'm like, okay, well, what are my pillars that I want to tweet about? Because I want to stay semi, semi consistent. And, um, so they're leadership baseball and life. That's kind of my three that I go after. And then the journey started, which is my online journal basically. Um, and then now I'm into this, um, I'm getting, I don't want to say stuck, but I'm kind of getting stuck in these threads on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, um, 
where I'm, you know, talking about different things and people are really enjoying the, whether it's I'm talking about pitchers only or whether I'm talking about base running or, you know, the one tomorrow's on base running, which nobody practices or does. And it's a super easy way to get ahead. So it's just, I don't know where it'll go. I'm not, I'm not trying to be one of these guys that tries to monetize everything. I really, I mean, for me, um, I'm just writing right now building content someday down the road. I've always had a, a bucket list item of writing a book. Um, probably always probably be in the last five years, just because everything I do, we tend to win. We tend to win awards. We tend to, when I'm in charge of them, I should say um, as much as I can. So, you know, we won awards, we won state titles. I just, so there's still been a lot of good things there. Right. And, you know, I guess some people look at what I'm doing from a, I say semi-retired, like, you know, to my family, I'm like, Hey, I'm semi-retired and in my head, because I am, I only work, I work all day, but it's not all day. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but again, that's, that's just sharing some of that stuff on Twitter a little bit, put myself out there a little more, um, getting deleted by people. Uh, you know, you, as I go up, like people delete me and just, I just keep moving. Interesting. So it kind of just kind of, uh, evolved. I mean, it wasn't a, uh, here's here's what I'm trying to create or, or get to, and and you must find some joy in it or some some value in it, right? In, in order to keep doing it, is is it something you plan to continue to do? And and yeah, and I think uh, as of now, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm enjoy. I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's also document. Here's here's the other thing that I know. My son reads every one of my tweets. Mm. So regardless if anybody else pays attention to him. I know he reads them. Yeah. I used to write him notes when he was younger. Now I write him online messages because I know he's on there. Right. So uh, sometimes I'm doing videos and sometimes the content is mine and his conversation and people don't even know it. You know, sometimes it's talking about this or that. And then I'll tell, I'll be like, that's a great idea. I bet you other people are thinking of that. And boom, I'll put that out there. And if people like it, they like it. If they don't, I'm going to probably say something tomorrow. So <laughs> that's... That's been kind of my forum with it. Um, I try to maybe do three tweets a day. I have a little bit of a format that I like. And, you know, one of them in that one, one of them's generally leadership related. There's some, you know, and Paul, if you've seen my stuff, you've seen, you know, some, some more personal side of things here and there. There was a picture of me and my wife this weekend in there that's not been in there in a long time, you know, um, and just said, hey, and I, I think all I put was my queen and I put a picture you of me there. Yeah. And that was it. You know, it's just. Hey, I'm a family guy too. You know, I'm not, I'm not some bot or robot or trying to make money off people. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to, to enjoy the, uh, the journey that I'm personally on too. You know, that's, you use it kind of like I do. People want to, people want you to have all these growth guides and how to monetize it. And then, you know, sell some sort of, of book or course to me, Twitter is just like a way to talk to myself and almost hold myself accountable and be authentic. Mm -hmm. And that, that's kind of where you're coming with, with it. And, and whether it's, I, I, there's another guy I know that does a final thought of the day. Cause he knows his kids away at college, read it every night. Yeah. And so it's the same thing. And Hey, if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Right. But, but you're staying yeah. true to yourself and you're being authentic and you'll help, you'll help a lot of people along the way. There's no doubt. Appreciate it. Yeah. Paul, um, I was just just thinking here when when it comes to coaching and leadership, like you said, all the all the all the crossovers, and then we just talked about, uh, or or Steve just mentioned uh, 
Well, what I thought of is is adventure. Um, you know, it's kind of like you're on an you're on an adventure, Steve, which is which is something that I'm constantly saying in my life. You know, uh, being an entrepreneur and being someone who lives a different life than than most people, similar to you. I, I don't march to the beat of that normal that that old mm -hmm. that other drum, and and then I get a lot of those questions. Well why what are you doing if you don't have to go to work why why are you going to work if you don't have to do this why are you do and i just my answer is always I, i'm i'm on an adventure and sometimes that means like this last week i spent you know five straight days three hours away in a hotel room building the building the business i have up there um and then some some days i'm 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 sitting at home and, and I, I can read and, 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 and write and do all do, you know, spend time with my family, my daughter, my wife, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's very confusing for people because they don't, they don't, they don't have anything to compare it to because they've never been down that road. Right. And, and so it's very interesting, Steve, that, that you have and the parallels that, that we have. And, 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 you know, one of the things that comes to mind though, cause you brought up your, your son a few times is, whether it's coaching and, and and the kind of the way you're living your life, when he's 18, let's say, and he goes off to college or or trade school or, you know, the military or whatever he decides to do and he, he leaves your household, does that do you change at that point? You know, we got a glimpse of that this past weekend. Me and my wife were able to um, go down to uh, one of our businesses in Florida um, that we just got and um, – and that's a that's a real estate property so we do vacation rental stuff so we're setting that up down there and so we were away he was here with with my mother-in-law so we got to see a little bit of what that could look like um fortunately he's a um, very good baseball player so he will probably be playing at the college level so my guess is that i will be doing some traveling depending on where he's at to be able to watch those games during that time um, and you know, I'll probably be one of the, you know, a lot of other parents will be watching online. I'll probably be sitting right behind the dugout watching them play and, and, uh, maybe buying that, buying them some good food once in a while, if they don't have it or whatever they got, depending on what school he's at. Right. Um, but I'll probably be able to travel and, and do that with them. Um, again, he's expressed, um, you never know, but he's expressed some interest in, in business and entrepreneur stuff. Um, specifically the real estate side. So that's got me going down that path pretty hard right now uh, because they're, you know, we're a close family. I don't, I don't know if he wants to join into that one day or come on that journey with us or, you know, so I don't, I don't know what that looks like right now. We're going to, we're going to allow him to make his own choices and live his own life. But um, I can kind of see him heading, heading towards the baseball side in college studying business. And then from there, we'll, We'll see how it unfolds a little bit. Interesting. Good. Good. Yeah, don't don't miss it. My my youngest daughter's finishing up her last semester of college softball right now, and we've traveled a lot of fun places watching her, and it, it goes like that. And so many people don't have the opportunity to travel. Yeah. And and you'll you'll be at everything, won't you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think this is great, Matt. I told you you'd like Steve. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, like I said, we got a lot of, lot of things in common, including I, I noticed the way you hold that baseball. I used to be in, I used to run a, my, I used to be in minor league baseball. My, my undergrad degrees in sports management, and I hold a baseball. I would hold a baseball for what felt like days at a time, just different grips, right, different ways oh, of yeah. throwing a pitch. 
And I just been noticing doing it over and over, and I'm thinking that's that's me. I do it. I do it nonstop. It's so funny. I have I have one on this desk. I have one on my other desk. They're sitting everywhere, and I just I mean I pick them up. And people say it's nervous energy. It's not nervous energy to me. It's relaxing to me. It gives me something. And if not, I'd be flailing all over or jumping up, <laughs> running around. So this tells me just stay grounded and stay in your points and listen to who's talking to you. Do you have that's one in the, your car? I do. I got one in the car. There's one everywhere. I mean, I, if I need to grab one, I know where it's at. It's pretty close. And it's, you know, to me, and part of the reason, um, you've heard it before, but it's, I, I use it kind of as a symbol of life. And you've, you've heard those stories about that symbol of life on baseball, um, whether you get a fastball, whether you hit a home run, whether you hit a single, whether you strike out, whether you're on the bench, whether whatever those parallels are right here. So it's a great national pastime. It's something that's brought my, me and my me and my family, um, my immediate family together even more. Um, as my wife was, you know, blessed with uh, running an organization for five years uh, while I was in corporate America, kind of. So, you know, that type of thing. Steve, you've been you've been a blast to have on here tonight. Uh, before we go, I'm going to ask you if if you could sum up leadership in a sentence or two for a high school student what would you tell them and I, I know that's tough if you need more than that that's fine um yeah that's a tough one especially that high school student so um you know because I, I would say you know I think about that I do think about that often I always say what you know I try to define what a great leader is at times and I always say leaders have to do the things um, that are the right thing, even if, if they, they're not the most popular thing, right? Uh, but you've got to be able to make decisions even when you don't have all the information. Um, you can't sit around and wait for, you know, all the data to come in before you decide on to go this action or that action. Um, so, you know, leaders are going to have to be great communicators. They're going to have to influence other people. They're going to have to be, you know, friends at times. They're going to have to you know, it's just, it's, it's leadership doesn't just, it's, it's not a title. It's, we, we can do it every day, whether we're, whether we're, we have a title of it or not. So there's, you know, if, uh, if you're a high school person, if I'm talking to a high school player right now, I need you to be a leader means do the right thing, do your homework, you know, treat your mom and dad, right. You know, treat your teammate, right. If you see some trash on the ground, pick it up. Um, you know, if, even if it's not yours, pick up that water bottle, throw it away, do something, be a leader. Don't just, don't just follow and don't just, you know, not do the things that you know are the right things to do has zero to do with the title. I've had the title, title don't, title don't matter. No, no, it's a great answer. That's a great that answer. A, I love that it. Is a and, and it's one of, you know, it's one of those things that, like you said, that, you know, you can give someone the title as a leader doesn't mean a thing if they're not doing the right things and every and everyone knows it no you know there's no there's no question about it right people know who the leaders are and who and who they're not it doesn't mean you have to be a rah-rah guy maybe that is what your your, your deal is but you, you don't have to be and as uh in my world where i have a lot of employees um you know i love how you describe that because uh that gives me a little bit of uh motivation and, and ways to talk to them about leadership that that was excellent Steve, we appreciate you coming on. Paul, Matt, thank you guys, man. I appreciate you, and uh, best of luck to you and your families and, and your coaching and, and your businesses. Thank you. you. You as well, and and we will have you on again. You're, you're going to be Yeah, a, I, I love the 
I love to be on. I, um, if you haven't learned by now, uh, I could probably talk all night. So, <laughs> so can Paul and I, we sometimes yeah. do to each other. <laughs> yeah. So I could talk all night. You just give me a topic and say, Hey, let's talk about this. And I don't know how I got out of this without talking about my four E's of, of my leadership style, but maybe we'll save that one for next time. And that'll give us a, that'll give us an opportunity to talk about what those are. Let's do that because that topic is that topic is and there's no one who that topic doesn't affect right and is important to leadership and and I I think think we should definitely schedule that and and do that and plan on hitting that the whole time because um I know personally I'd be very curious about that. Yeah, four E's: energy, excellence, effort, encouragement, wrapped in the whole person. And I could probably give you a thousand examples of them all. Okay, oh, that's great. Brilliant. All right. Well, that, that'll happen after baseball season. Sounds good to me. <laughs> hey, if I could request, could you send uh, every episode we just put a picture of the guest? Some size yes. head, body shot, waist shot picture, but any anything you want that, that you don't mind okay. being plastered everywhere. And this, yeah, I'll, I'll send one. I don't know if it's this Sunday or the next Sunday. I can't remember when this is going to come out, but whenever I'll, I'll, I'll give you a heads up and, and direct message you. Okay. Sounds perfect to me. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate you.